Before we get into this podcast episode, the audio is a little messed up and sometimes pitches down. I don't know why this happens. Good luck. Hi, I'm Thomas, and you're listening to the Robros Podcast. Hey, hey, welcome back to the podcast, everyone. I'm here hey. again. I'm here again uh, with with um, these two bozo heads, a little bit of goofy pants over here. We have Thomas uh, and Alfie. Oh shoot! Tom- I'll have a drink. Oh my god! Are you gonna go get a drink stall, right stall, now? Stall, stall, stall. Okay, okay, okay. I'm gonna. Um, uh, I can pull up. Uh, I, before we started the podcast, I was reading to the boys, to the Robros, a little bit of uh, uh, the Great Gatsby. Um, I I can do that again. Were you enjoying that, Mitchell? I, I wasn't there for that. You weren't. What? Wait, really? No. I, I was reading for a long time. I wasn't there. I joined after you were done. You what said were you doing? leave what? as soon as I joined. Yeah, he he joined in, and then you asked somebody to leave, but in the middle of that, he joined, and uh, he just heard the word leave, and that's why he left and then rejoined. Anyways. I don't know. We have, it all, we have it all in audio, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. We may, maybe at the end of this episode, we'll throw in a little bit of me reading the great gatsby we have it all recorded so if you're fact, interested in fact we'll we'll just throw the word gatsby the right light. now gatsby we'll just okay what? the word gatsby just played okay. okay the word gatsby just played uh was it me saying gatsby or is it it's it's you saying gatsby okay okay <laughs> i mean that i was... guess could... <laughs> no no it was me saying gatsby okay okay yeah. cool um so um uh but before we start uh, Mitchell, what are you what are you drinking? Um, Dr Pepper. Dr Pepper, okay, yeah. okay. Thomas, what did you just grab? I saw you uh, whiz past me. Um, so I've got some bad news. What? So I grabbed the uh, blackberry flavored water from the first podcast. Um. So our fridge does this thing where sometimes it'll just freeze stuff. I thought it was stuff at the back of the fridge, but apparently not because this was definitely at the front and it's completely frozen solid. No, oh, that's too bad. Yeah, it's uh just a block of ice in there. So I guess I'm not drinking anything. All right. <sighs> I I'm just Oh, oh, oh. um I, I do have one thing to ask you. Okay. Um <clears throat> Snoopa. What? What? What'd you say? Oh, sorry, Sabuna. Sabuna. Uh, Sab- Sabuna. <laughs> that's go. a that's a little inside joke that we'll get into here in the here in the podcast. Um, uh, but but uh, I, I'm currently drinking the tears that I have left over from watching these monstrosities. <laughs> sorry oh, to how spoil we've our thoughts. One eighty. <laughs> <laughs> sorry to spoil that. Uh, because before we even before we even get into um, <laughs> uh, the talking about House of Anubis, Thomas Uh-oh. and I need to deliberate on who are, is next in our president's ranking because we didn't prepare enough to do that. Um. <clears throat> uh. Ooh, ooh, wait, 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 wait. I, I, I've, I've, uh, I, I, I have something. I have something. <clears throat> okay. Go ahead. The floor is yours. How about, how about, okay, now, now hear me out, hear me out here. How about we don't do one this week, and instead we put, like, 
the entire nation of the UK in this spot for when okay. they let our country. Right, right. Okay, right, right. That, that's a good idea, especially after these episodes. The entire UK is next on our list of US presidents. Yeah. yeah. We all can we all agree on that? Not the we king don't... or anything like that, but the entire no. UK. Yeah. Yeah. The entire yeah. UK. Anyone that's ever lived there. Um and I don't think we need to give any facts or reasoning. It's pretty obvious why. This whole episode will be the facts and reasoning. Yeah, we'll explain it. We'll get into it. We'll have a little fun here. So I guess however you listen, just sit back, relax, and listen to us complain for the next hour and a half. Um, so uh, in this, uh, these episodes, we actually meet two new characters. Oh, no, sorry, we meet one new character. My bad, I just completely forgot that a character was here, and now suddenly they're a main character, so... E- uh, wait. Yeah, Alfie. <laughs> yeah. Alfie. Alfie. Uh, you'll see. Actually, we do meet two new characters. Uh, there's another new character who we do meet, but I'll get to that when we get to that. So, uh, first off, uh, starting off, um, we are in... Season 1, episodes technically 14 and 15 of House of Anubis, uh, House of Intruders slash House of Proof, but, as well as what, episodes 16 and 17, uh, House of Confrontation, House of Alarms. But what, what episodes are is this in our chronological, like, watching? Um, is this, like, 5, 6? Wait, 1, what 2, are we 3, on? 4, 5, 6, seven, wait, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, six, this would be 6 and 7, I think? Six and seven. All right. So, um, I I guess I gotta preface this. We're on episodes six and seven. So, if you haven't watched episodes one through seven, what are you what are you doing? There's no way that you freaking remember all the episodes of House of Anubis. There's no way. Rewatch them, you silly yeah. goose. Rewatch and, and them. Then, and then after you rewatch them, how about you go listen to our podcast episodes? Yeah. Especially if. Um, you haven't listened to them before, but even if you have, go go rewatch them as well, or re-listen to them as well. Yeah, this is, uh, and welcome, by the way, this is our first time ever watching the show. So, Oh, yeah, and, and also to, uh, to, to date this podcast, um, uh, today I just re literally, before we did this, I just re-uploaded the, the Spongebob the Musical podcast episode. Yeah. Um, but I guess we'll plug that at the end of the good old podcast. So, so again, go watch House of Anubis, catch up on our podcasts, and uh, read The Great Gatsby, and you're good to come back to this one. So, Thomas, I I hand the floor over to you. Are, wait, are you starting with the summary, or is that yes, you, Mitchell? Yes, I'm, I'm starting That's with the summary. Thomas, so- bless our ears with a, a summary that you created. Uh, this episode premiered January twelfth, twenty eleven. Just, just a little fun fact for you. Wait, what? What year? Uh, two thousand eleven. Two thousand eleven. Okay. If you weren't born in two thousand eleven, um, con- con- congrats on almost being out of grade school. Anyways, um, I'm I'm going to start us off by reading the first sentence from uh, the summary on the wiki because I think it's a really funny sentence. Patricia is very spooked out and in her bed because she saw a man. 
that's pretty fair. Uh, yeah, and you know what? <laughs> uh, I I've spent all day today watching American Horror Story. So anytime something like that came up, like where she was worried about this man watching her, I just was like assuming, oh, she's about to be raped or killed. <laughs> because, you know. There's definitely a moment that really seemed... There's quite a few moments where it's like, uh-oh, Patricia, Patricia, run. Yeah, we don't want to jump the gun, though. Sorry for yeah. interrupting. I'm yeah, just... anyways. <laughs> uh, everyone except uh, Victor is currently comforting her. Oh, and also Sergeant Roblox, who says it was probably just a <laughs> prank, bro. Uh, but Victor locks the door just in case. Right. And the, the next day, Trudy says Patricia should just stay home from school. Uh, but Vic- Victor says no. She should should go. I I want place to myself. And Patricia agrees. But Trudy remains adamant. So Patricia, I guess, stays home stays home. School. Because I I don't know. She's tired, She's man. And instead of instead of sleeping, she has She's to go to watch, watch the telly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> As everyone who stays home from school does. Uh, meanwhile, um, as oh, no, no, you go ahead. Meanwhile, uh, at school, Amber says they should record the cylinders on an MP3 player. Uh, probably Mark. one of the best, the the few good things Patricia does in these few episodes. Um, I'm gonna admit, not the biggest fan of uh, of Amber these few episodes here. She's uh not so good, and she's one of my favorite characters. So that's that's saying a lot. But even Jerome. I would say isn't really the best in these episodes. So yeah, they they they're really letting us down. <sighs> sad. It's sad, but yeah, no, this is Amber's best moment probably uh, when she suggests something good. Uh, just a little hint, though, she does go insane these next two episodes. I'm I'm pretty <laughs> sure. If you're an Amber fan, you may not want to watch these episodes. No, no, do watch them. Or, or maybe don't watch them and listen to this podcast episode, but then it would just be confusing. Yeah. Meanwhile, Mick is surprised he got an A on the French exam, because if you remember last episode... Actually, I won't recap that, because he should have just watched it right before this. So, uh, Anyways, I, I'm sure nothing important happens with the whole getting an A on the French exam. Uh, back at Anubis Central, Mr. Winkler visits Patricia for some reason. Because those are two characters who do stuff together often. Yeah, and I, yeah. I totally, I don't. For anyone listening to our podcast and listen to the last episode, I don't, I don't remember anything that happened in the last two episodes. I was just so done last time. Um, so seeing, uh, seeing uh, Patricia with uh, Henry Winkler over there was just so so confusing to me i was like why why is he here because he's the new teacher who uh isn't in on it you know he's the sexy teacher the one that that was the one that wears wetters over his button-ups and then puts a blazer on over it okay i just found out his first name is jason yeah jason i didn't know his name was jason no, because it just has his name written as Mr. Winkler. Oh, look at you, Mitchell, knowing all the lore of um, House of Anubis. I think I'm the one who him, actually cares. 
I think I'm going to continue calling him Henry Winkler. Okay. Personally, my favorite Winkler. Uh, <laughs> True. We've seen him in person. We have. Uh, yeah, we saw him at a Comic-Con. That was kind of neat. I love Henry Winkler. He wrote my favorite book series as a kid. It's pretty cool. He was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, he also hey, uh, executively produced it. MacGyver. It was pretty cool. Huh. Uh, anyways, Patricia is scared, but says she is sure the man is real. Uh, the man, you know, the man. Uh, but Mr. Man. Winkler, Henry Winkler says it doesn't because only she saw him. And Patricia calls him a liar. That's that's actually how I wrote it down. All right. Okay. Back at school, Jerome forces Mara to clean his shoe, and Alfie comes by and picks up some gum and just starts chomping away. Yeah. Yeah. Classic Alfie. Yeah. Alfie, that's just gross. Oh. And, uh, and he didn't Alfie... even care either. <laughs> yeah. No. He. Even when they made disgusted faces, he was like, what? Oh, my God, Alfie. I- I'm going to have you stop here, Thomas, because I have some notes. Um, one uh. is that at the beginning of this episode, again, here here it comes with Amber being a little off these couple episodes. She spells ghost, but she spells ghost without an H. Um, so I don't know if now we're supposed to believe that Amber's just dumb. Or what, like what character development that is. Uh, so, like, like how Mick loves eating. Now Amber's just dumb and spells ghost without an H. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, okay, and um, also, Gee, um, for some reason, I thought that was the subtitles. I guess I wasn't paying attention. Did she have a sign or something? Oh yeah, we 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 listened to this episode no, with with subtitles on. Yeah, well, she spelled it out loud. Oh, 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 silence. Yeah. Um, and then also when Mick receives his um his uh his exam back from grading when his <laughs> he receives his tainted exam, he, his response is, "What hey hey what." Why? So uh, that's why I introduced the episode like that. Now you're in on it. That's you also why that... this episode is titled "Why." I and you, you know can't what? Get out of it. You know what, Thomas? I don't know if we're gonna name this one "Why" or not. Um, for reasons that we'll get to later, because there's another another good title that we can use now. But we'll get to that. You can continue now with your summary. Uh, the king is <clears throat> handing over to you. <clears throat> Sorry, actually, I, I fake cleared my throat, and that made me need to actually kill, kill, clear my throat. So anyways, Amber finds out Mara and Mick have the same test scores by rooting through Mara's purse. And I, I'm sure that won't come back to bite Amber in the back later. I, I'm sure no... Nothing happens to Amber later that's uh, that's anything nope. related to that. Uh, anyways, Amber accuses Mara of cheating for Mick, and Jerome confirms, but also says Mara did it secretly, so Mick doesn't know. Which, obviously, 
Mara does this because she likes Mick. And like, back off, Mara. I get it. Amber's being a little silly in these episodes. But back off. Mara is... um, She's actively trying to pursue this guy who's taken. And she's trying to act like such the nice girl. Like, what are you talking about? I'm not trying to take Mick. Oh, screw you, you sweetie. Yeah, get out of here, Mara. You're nothing. You're nothing compared to Amber. Like, it, Sorry. it would be one thing if she was always doing this because she just wanted to see Mick succeed, but she didn't start doing this until after she fell for him. Yeah, she's obviously in love with Mick. Yeah, who wouldn't oh be? Oh my, Mara that pisses man, me off. Mara loves Mick like Mick loves his food. Yeah, agreed. Agree. Wait. Uh... What? I think he might like his his food more after this episode, but well, you know, Mick can never stop thinking about eating. We'll see where that goes in my uh, in my. Oh summary. yeah, yeah, Mitchell's yeah, summary yeah. especially. Yeah. Um. Anyways, uh, Amber just straight up attacks Mara. Uh, just yeah. <laughs> starts beating her up. Everyone I... just sort of watches. I've um, except never... for Mick. Oh, yeah. Except for Mick, who was standing right there the whole time, and just turns around and stops them fighting. Yeah, he just yeah just turns around, which means he was within earshot to hear everything. But, um, but it, he doesn't, it doesn't somehow. Uh, but it doesn't matter because uh, Amber tells Mick anyways. Yeah, uh, right I then. would like to say that. Um, I've never seen so much excitement and cheering from the Robros on our couch than when Amber and Mara started uh, fighting with each other. That was exciting. I was more excited to see that than the Logan Paul uh, and uh, Floyd Merriweather fight. So. So far, we've had primarily good things to say about this episode, so maybe it wasn't as bad as I remember. Yeah, maybe you should continue. Maybe, yeah, maybe it's not that bad. Uh, yeah, Mick, so Mick storms off after he, he finds all this out. Um, and Mr. Winkler's in Mrs. Andrews' room. Mrs. Andrews is, I guess, the French teacher, and I think she's also the biology teacher. I don't know. Um, he asks her about what Patricia, Patricia and what to do. Um, I don't know why we're focusing on Mr. Winkler all of a sudden. Like, is he a main character now? He's not in the opening credits. He's not, but you know who is? Joy. Joy. So yeah. is this like a Woody Sweet Life on Deck sort of scenario? No, the audience isn't going to get that reference, Thomas. Well, basically the reason oh, they're focusing on Mr. Winkler is because he's the outsider. He's the teacher Patricia can confide in. And like, all of the others are in on it. And he wants to figure it out. He's sexy. That's true. Wonder makes you wonder what Patricia's really up to. Well, according to Mrs. Andrews, Patricia just has a vivid imagination. <laughs> I'm sure she Very does. vivid. Well, uh, while uh, they're having the conversation, Mick bursts into the room, um, and he says he cheated on the French exam. But then Mara uh, walks in the room and admits to cheating for him. And the teacher says she knew the whole time because of course she did and didn't do anything. Just she would have let them get away with it. And I would just like to say, if Jerome was ever caught doing this, he would be expelled instantly. 
But of course, Goody Two Shoes Mara is over here getting away with it. Can I point like, out how stupid her plan was, though? Because the teacher knew because only two people in the class got a score that high. It was Mara and Mick. And maybe that's maybe that's the teacher's fault too. That literally those are the only two that got that high of a score. No, but like Mara could have at least gotten a few wrong on purpose. <laughs> Come on, Mara. Mick suddenly got an A, and he's got the second highest score. It's like. <laughs> Ah, but he believed it, so so Mick also. <laughs> that's true, that's true. Does he not even remember which ones he answered on his, the exam? <laughs> he well, missed he a even, couple. Well, he didn't even answer, like, half the questions. Didn't he say he skipped half of them? I don't remember. I blacked well, out hey, on that episode. Hey. Well, hey, hey, hey. Oh, <laughs> uh, God, yeah, that... Mara is just making me mad, making me mad once again. Well, you want to be even more mad at her because guess who gets punished for this? Because it's oh, not I Mara. I don't even want to know, but go ahead and is say it. Alfie? <laughs> Mick has to retake the test now, but Mara just gets off with a warning. Mara made Mick have to retake the test now, and she's off scot-free. Yeah. Yep. Mick turned in his test. He turned it in, fair and square, and then she took it and threw it away. And now and he did. And as soon as he found out that um he was cheating in any way, he immediately told the teacher. So yeah. like, what? Mm, mm, you it's know, always the innocent who get punished. It's usually Alfie, but in this case, it was Mick. <laughs> You know, I will say, Mick's gone up in my rankings a bit after these two episodes here. He's a good guy. Yeah. He, they I, fleshed out his character a bit more in these yeah, two if episodes. Yeah, if he wasn't so focused on food, I think, you know, he'd definitely be, like, way up there. Yeah, I, he's he's in my he's in my top four, for sure, of eight. I agree, dude. But yeah. wait, is that including Mr. Winkler? Oh, no, that's not including joy. Mr. Winkler. Uh, <laughs> is Joy in your top four? Okay, okay. Joy, I guess, is... um, Joy would be six out of nine. Hey. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you can say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I say she's six out of nine because um, the bottom two are definitely Patricia and Mara, and uh, but at least Nina and Fabian have existed in the show, so I guess they get to go above Joy. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Joy was a character in the like the opening of the episode. She actually appeared. She had two scenes. <laughs> two yeah, but she existed. No, no, okay, sorry, oh, oh. three scenes. Three scenes. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, oh, where was I? Oh, uh, now Mick is mad at Mara, reasonably so. Mm. Meanwhile, at Anubis' house, Victor questions Patricia about the strange man, but now she suddenly doesn't want to talk about it, even though that's all she wanted to talk about all episodes so far. Suddenly, as soon as Victor asks, nah, she just wants to talk about it. Um, sure also, Victor's a bit of a oh, creep. I mean, yeah. Uh, and we definitely heard about that. 
Uh, Amber and Nina start doing some weird stuff by the stairs. I think they might be on drugs or something. Amber's like hitting like the stairs, like knocking on them. I think she might have lost her mind or something. Like I, I think she had like a st- like like I, I, I think I, I don't think she's mentally well now. I, I think her like the the fight with Mara like loosened a few screws. Mm-hmm. There weren't a lot there anyway. <laughs> Whoa, 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 whoa. Anyways, I would, Patricia... Oh. I, I would just like to to say, though, with Amber being thrown into this group, group, I am more interested in what Nina and little, little, uh, little boy Fabian... Little um, science boy. Uh, what, what they're up to. I care way more about that than what Patricia is doing. Because I don't know about you guys, but I got so sick of what Patricia was doing in this episode. He didn't actually do anything until this episode. <laughs> well, no, the thing about <laughs> Patricia is Patricia's not actually even really doing anything. All of it's being done by Mr. Winkler in this episode for her. <laughs> Yeah. Oh god. She just stands around just, yeah. and gets mad about something. She just sits dude. there and whines until other people finally do something. Oh, uh, speaking of Patricia, she storms off into the woods and the random the, the stranger approaches, but luckily the British are also taught stranger danger it seems because she remo- she remembers to run away. Mm. Uh, uh, meanwhile, Anina in Amber's room, Amber has continued to lose her mind and starts like knocking on the floor, like uh, stamping on it, and then she just tears off the wallpaper suddenly. She do like, I I mean I get she's looking for something, but she sees a little bit of peeling wallpaper at, at an old house, mind you. It's old, of course. There's going to be peeling wallpaper, and she's like, I'm going to pull it all down. I'm not worrying about Victor. I'm just going to pull this down, because of course that's what I'm looking for. I'm telling Ah. you, she's lost her mind. Yeah, Amber's losing it. Luckily for her, there's a clue there, so I guess it justifies it in the show. Just imagine, did she really find that by knocking? I don't know what was going on in that scene. I kind of checked out. I was eating my pizza, okay? I was just trying to enjoy my pizza. Well, that was your mistake. Was it really a mistake? I didn't eat the entire episode, so I could actually try to pay attention this time. I mean, did I? No, I didn't pay attention. But I'm I'm starving, Thomas, and you're over here complaining, enjoying your pizza with a show. I don't want to hear you're it. starving? I'm literally eating donuts right now. <laughs> uh, that's great. That's great. I think I have a can of baked beans in the in the cabinets. We can wait. <laughs> um, so on the wall, it says, uh, scratched on the wall are some tally marks, a bunch of them. Um, and uh, it says, help me, Sarah Frobisher-Smith. Smith. Smith I, Smi- I, I would like to add with the tally marks that when we were watching, Mitchell was like, Oh, look, there's eight tally marks. And then immediately after it zoomed out, and there were like 
way more than eight. No, it did not. They were like twenty eight. <laughs> no, it did not zoom out. Mitchell, there was more than eight on the screen, and and I do not know why you said eight. I think I think Mitchell's also losing it. Well, by the time I actually looked at it, it had zoomed in and it only showed eight tally marks above the message. Just like, oh, there's eight. Just like the age that Sarah was in the recordings. I don't and know how you know that. They were like 28. <laughs> how do you know she was eight in the recordings? Because <laughs> I paid attention. Mitchell <laughs> 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 re-watches the show. <laughs> As we're watching it. One of us has to. <laughs> One of us has to care. Um, but uh, I, I don't think I need to spell this out, but I, but I will anyways. Uh, if you didn't catch it by now, the Help Me Sarah Frobisher Smythe is quite similar to another thing message we've seen written on a mirror. Help Me Joy. And something you written on our... You think that means that... Nina faked this one too and got rid of it. <laughs> you know what? It is in Nina's room. True. I'm just saying. Continue, Matthew. No, I was just gonna say it's also written on uh our, our uh whiteboard in the Robro's apartment. Except yeah, I'm gonna help have me to, Odie. I'm gonna have oh yeah, it says help me Odie. That's a good point. I was gonna say I need to change it to help me Sarah. Uh, but no, I th- I think I'll keep it as help me. Oh, help me, Henry Winkler. That that's <laughs> okay. We'll change it to that. All right. Uh, now uh, Nina recalled. Oh shoot, my monitors just went to sleep for some reason. Anyways, Nina recalls that one person she knows who is named Sarah, who claimed the house is evil. And at night, Fabian, Nina, and Amber record the cylinders, and the voice of uh, who we can assume is Sarah, says something about murder. Whoa. Murder. We really are watching a American Horror Story. It, it, it is Sarah, because it's the same kid from before. Well, no, but it was. it's not confirmed to be Sarah yet. What do you yeah. mean? Even though it is very clearly Sarah, um, they, yeah, like, there, there's that... a scene later on where they do confirm it's Sarah, uh, spoiler or, or Oh, I thought they just... did last time. Eh, nope. Whatever. Fair enough. Mm. They confirm it later this episode. <laughs> You've got too much knowledge. What are you going to say, Matthew? I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying for most of this podcast. I'm so sorry to the listeners. My, this my, is going to be the longest one. <laughs> my, my mind is just rotting slowly. Um, this is and... the least... This is like the shortest, like I think, summary uh, we've had so far. But we've spent the longest on it, I think, of any episode. <laughs> I just, oh, this episode just made me so depressed that I think I need to take a triple dose of Lexapro tonight. Oh well, my god. We're now on to our second episode of Four House of Proof. In right. class, Mr. Winkler randomly brings up Prospective Parents Day, which is next week. I just want to remind you, it's next week. That's uh, it probably doesn't matter. That's next week. Uh, well, okay. mention that later. Um, and he starts asking for volunteers, uh, which nobody nobody volunteers. Wow, good job, everyone. Uh, by the way, what's Prospective Parents Day? 
I don't know. Something that UK... I'm it's, up right uh, because do. obviously they need people to like send their children there. So they bring in parents of prospective students, the prospective uh, parents, to tour around and see what the facilities are like. Okay. The departments. It okay. also it also could mean a prospective parent means a person who claims to be or has been identified as a person who may be a mother or a father of a child. That comes from LawInsider.com dictionary. Prospective parents. Yeah. Thank you. All the prospective parents at Anubis House. I okay. I think I think you're right though, Mitchell. <laughs> you guys want to hear of one of the w- most strange and like like sudden things that's never brought up again though sure so suddenly we're introduced to a new character miss robinson the gym teacher the sexy gym teacher she's a gym teacher oh oh she is she does show up again i i forgot about that um but yeah she's the gym teacher mind you Uh, the reason why i keep mentioning this is because suddenly she brings her class into uh mr winkler's room the history room and claims she reserved it like a week ago for her PE class. <laughs> well, and you know what? That's not the part that makes me as uh, frustrated because, sure, PE classes, you can learn about physical education, you can learn about health. I don't know how it goes over in the UK, but that's how it is for us. Uh, what makes me frustrated is. This dude has a class, and um, I think Mitchell brought up, or someone, one of you two, brought up, he has two classrooms that he can teach in, and he knew he was going to have a lesson and a class period at this time, or is everything so fluid at this school? There's no set class times. But she had it reserved. No, but here's my question. He has... (laughs) two classrooms he has this history room and the drama room and he mentions it because he tells the class to pack up and head to the drama room because they're being kicked out uh, yeah. mid-class um he also makes it clear in the scene he did not know about this reservation somehow so why does the school have teachers reserving other teachers classrooms if a teacher like miss so far we've seen what like we've seen uh mr uh his name again i've already forgot henry winkler we've got henry winkler we've got mr sweet we've got um the biology slash french teacher and we've got this gym teacher those are the four teachers we've seen so far (laughs) and so far we've seen one two three four five classrooms five classrooms for four teachers and good old henry for some reason yeah. yeah, but for some reason, there's apparently no room for the gym teacher. Uh, and Except maybe the gymnasium. <laughs> and also, like she, it very obviously, it probably is scheduled every day. This class is here at this time, unless it's like a they have classes at different times each day. In which case, every day this at every uh, like Tuesday for say they're in this class at this time so i don't understand why she can just decide no you're, you're going to go to the drama room this day why can't she just go to the drama room then 
Yeah. Surely it's on some sort drama of schedule room. at some point. When she went to reserve a room, that <laughs> probably would have been like, oh yeah, no, this class is going to be in here at this time. Surely he takes precedent by reserving it at the beginning of the school year. I have no idea. All I all I can think of though is why is he just not in the drama room? I don't. Yeah, why does I, he I need think, two? I rooms? think it's his fault. I'll, I'll give it to him, or I'll give it to her. It's it's Henry Winkler's fault. Uh, also, this whole situation went down. Also, why does the school of this side is have like four teachers? Uh, most of which teach multiple classes, and one of which the chemistry teacher is also the principal. <laughs> or sorry, dean. Dean. Yeah. Um, I would like or to headmaster. Add, headmaster. Sorry. I would like to add with this. Um, with this scene, we finally see Jerome interested in a woman, um, <laughs> which is the hey. gym teacher. Um, which is why I called her the sexy gym teacher, uh, by the way. Um, so Jerome has a love interest. So that was kind of kind of interesting. I don't know how you guys feel about that. I think he's just trying to get her in trouble with the law. <laughs> Jerome, you little scoundrel. Ah, oh, you. Trying to get someone convicted of... Um, of of a statutory rape. <laughs> Just a little prank. Just a little senior prank or, or junior prank or however old he is. You know, well, boys will be boys, kids will be kids. <laughs> speaking of Jerome pranks, he uh, on their way out, he ties Alfie's shoes to a chair. You know, as you do. No, he tied it to the desk. Yeah, to the desk. No, I'm pretty sure it said to the chair on uh, no, the wiki. It- but it, it was, was the, the desk. It was the desk. Uh, let, me I see, specific, let me see. If it was the I chair, am, it would have pulled the chair when he moved instead of him falling down. I'm I'm on Mitchell's side because we were paused. <laughs> no, you Jerome cannot read... ties Alfie's shoes to the chair as a joke, and he yeah. trips. And who are I'm you reading sorry that from? I was the wiki. I'm sorry I was reading from the wiki and not. I didn't have the episode pulled up right in front of me. My Listen, bad. All the listeners out there, hear me now. The wiki knows nothing. We, the Robros, are the experts on House of Anubis. We know everything. The wiki knows nothing. Okay? Just remember that. It was a well, now that we've alienated well, well, now that we've alienated our possibly only uh, viewers, um, <laughs> aka the House of Anubis fan base, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we're just huge fans of this show, and we do uh, careful we? research. We do careful research and do our due diligence when recording these uh, this art form that is the House of Anubis. So, um, Patricia continues to make Mr. Winkler suddenly a main character by filling him in on her strange encounter again. And, you know, the one in the woods. Yeah. yeah. Nina and Fabian, meanwhile, discuss going back to see Sarah, but Fabian can't go because Scara's, is Scara? Sarah is scared of him. Scara. <laughs> Scara. Hey. Um, and so Amber ditches Mick to go with Nina. Uh, I'm, I'm sure that's not leading up to anything. That's, I'm sure nothing will come of that. Um, Mr. So uh, Mr. Winkler, while heading outside, he finds Joy's phone outside, just falls out of the trash. 
because I guess the trash hasn't been taken out in like what what's a very been? long at time. At least a week. Uh oh, it's been weeks. Um also I would like to mention I'm pretty sure this phone is completely different from the one we see Victor smash earlier on in the show. Um not just because the phone doesn't show any signs of being hit by a hammer repeatedly, um, but also because I don't remember the letters J-O-Y um, being like glued, like giant plastic letters J-O-Y being glued to the back of the phone. I think I would have remembered that from that phone scene. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I just love that apparently there's no maintenance guy because the trash just and it doesn't it didn't pile over either. Like it's been there for weeks and it's not rotting, it's not piling over, it's just not overflowing is what the term I was looking for. It's just perfect trash. Yeah, it's it's strange. Meanwhile, in Sarah's room, Amber insults old people and Nina asks if Sarah remembers her. And Sarah, now very much suffering from the same dementia that Amber probably has, rambles about a man wanting to live forever, tipping the scales of life, and then falls asleep. What do you guys uh, think this means? Man wanting to live forever, tipping scales of life? Um, we'll get back into that later. Okay. Okay. I have no idea what it means. My brain is not big <laughs> enough for these plot points. You see, Mitchell and I actually do know uh, what it's referring to, uh, but Matthew doesn't, <laughs> even though he watched the same episode as us. <laughs> With the exact same time. <laughs> uh, what can Matthew's I say? here to make borderline jokes. <laughs> borderline. No, he's, he's here to make those jokes, and then I'm here to actually say them on the podcast. Oops. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I make all these jokes while we're watching. Okay, I'm a, I'm a funny guy. I'm a wild and crazy guy. So, uh, at school, Henry Winkler shows Patricia the joy phone. Oh, he does what now? <laughs> the joy phone. <laughs> Introducing the joy phone <laughs> with all new features like um, repairing itself <laughs> and joy and... on the back. <laughs> <laughs> Written in uh, refrigerator magnets. <laughs> Patricia uh, says that must be why Joy hasn't been responding to her calls, but Mister, but Henry Winkler says. They need more proof, because I guess the fact that her phone was in the trash isn't proof enough that that's her phone. Um, it does say Joy in big letters, and I feel like Patricia would recognize Joy's phone. Just maybe. Even though um, it's a different phone. <laughs> even though it's a different phone. Good point, good point, actually. That might not be Joy's phone now that I think about it. Um, so uh, Patricia then... Wait, I have written down Patricia then shows Patricia uh, be missing from the photos. None of that sentence makes sense. So Patricia then shows Henry Winkler that Joy is missing from the photo, but then he points out that actually her hand is still there. What a mystery. I wonder what could have happened that took her out, not her hand. Oh, God. So I, I have a question. Still, yeah. um, this I, I know we've already raised this before. Why did they Photoshop Joy out of the picture? That does nothing but make things seem more suspicious. 
<laughs> yeah. I probably <laughs> I mean, could have gotten away with it if it weren't for that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, everyone knows of Joy. It's not like, like they're trying to erase her from everyone's memory. No, everyone knows about Joy. You can keep her in there. Your your whole uh, setup is that, oh, she just had to leave the school. Yeah. yeah, is this what you do for everybody who leaves? <laughs> you just yeah. chop and, them out of the if, pictures. And if they do claim that, then suddenly it's not suspicious. So they should just outright say that. But instead, they deny it. Like, no, the picture's always been like that. No, she must have just not been there that day. What? Huh? Why? What? Yeah, what's the point? Anyways, uh. Uh, Nina, Amber, and Fabian discuss their findings, and Amber suggests making the club official, and thus Zabumafu, I mean Sabuna, uh-huh. begins. Sabuna. Uh, by the way, that's Anubis backwards uh, with one hand over your right eye. You'll never and... get to team up with that. It was, it was Amber, actually, uh, in her yeah. insanity. I, and this is where I'd like to say this might be a good title for the podcast. I mean, like, S- yeah, Sabuna, Sabuna fans unite, like, because like Sabuna foo. I, I think what? I think that, hey yeah. Sabuna Sabuna foo. We yeah <laughs> we we've heard you the past eight times you said that Thomas. <laughs> I, th- I I think we're gonna need to sit down and talk about your uh, involvement with this podcast. That's we're that's gonna fair replace enough. you with Alfie. We're, we're gonna replace you until you, you know all the podcast listeners that uh, our parents pulled you out of the podcast and you had to go home. But Mitchell and I are gonna be very suspicious, or no, the listeners are gonna be very suspicious <laughs> and keep asking. We're gonna us, have no clue what happened to Thomas. Our, our our profile picture on the Robros podcast is gonna be the same one, <laughs> but we cropped you out of it. <laughs> Which is um, really funny because the whole point was having your faces. So, this are you going to replace me then with a British person? No, we're not going to replace you at all. What? So you're not going to do like what they did with Nina, where they brought in an American? No, I don't. I don't know what this tangent has gotten to. I don't even know what I was going to say. Um, what was I going to Any- say? Oh. I was just gonna say the Sabuna. 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 I feel like I feel like that's probably what the House of Anubis fandom calls themselves. That's what I'd assume, right? Maybe. It seems like it seems like they're really trying to set this up in the show. That like yeah. it's a like it's a serious thing. I'm just I'm just looking it up. Uh, actually, no. You know what? One of you two look it up because I'll I've got to continue on. Yeah, I'll do it. Um, where's Sabuna? Uh, meanwhile, Mr. Uh, Mr. Uh, Henry Winkler, sir, gets access to the original photo with Joy in it, and uh, I mean, and it changes everything. <laughs> uh, but I would like to point out in the original photo with Joy in it, Patricia actually looks photoshopped in, or is it Joy who looks photoshopped? In? I can't tell. They all look photoshopped. They all look photoshopped in. So I'm starting to think that photo day actually never happened. They all <laughs> think it did, but it didn't. They were all poorly photoshopped in, and nobody can tell. <laughs> it was 2011, a different time. 
Yeah, they just thought that's what photos looked like. Yeah. Like how in uh, the old days they just thought things were in black and white, you know. You know, like 2000. Yeah. I don't know. That was before I was born. Whoa. Hey, guys. Sorry, I don't know what you guys are talking about because I just kind of was involved with this whole House of Anubis thing. Uh, Like the fandom. And I just found a weekly poll where um, they asked who your favorite main character from House of Anubis is. And do you guys want to know who won? Who? Amber. Nice. I mean, yeah, it's not bad. I'd say even after these episodes, she might still be my second favorite or third favorite character. Yeah. She's still up there. But go ahead and keep going. Um, We were talking about the photo. Okay, so Jerome and Alfie sneak into Amber and Nina's room to hide a fish in Amber's bed. And here comes the karma for what Amber pulled earlier. They notice, they, they start rooting through her stuff and notice the MP3 player. And they hear the young Sarah. And they decided to record over it with cheeky Alfie. <laughs> Oh, Alfie, you son of a gun. Also, like, classic Jerome hiding a fish in Amber's bed for some reason. Not not even, like, a fish they just bought from the market. Like, they uh, chopped into it like it's cut in half yeah, or this something is like that. Yeah, fish, my dudes. Like, it's gonna be <laughs> gross. <laughs> Why? Epic Why are they friend. doing it? You'll never I mean, get it's... fish blood out of your... Is, is, Jerome <laughs> up... is it Jerome upset because he can no longer blackmail Mara? Like, is that what it is? I don't know. I don't because know. Because Amber exposed Mara's cheating? Uh, I don't know what to tell you. Speaking of Amber, um, she's really uh, lost her marbles and is outside starting a cult. Uh, she... Yeah. She brings Nina and Fabian to a fire outside and tells them they need to burn some of uh, some special items to them. They need to uh, sacrifice them. Um, for Nina, it's like her like her favorite stuffed animal, and for Fabian, it's like this uh, his signed copy of the Solar System is your friend. <laughs> Guess what? Her for is. Amber. It's just a photo of herself, which she probably has hundreds of, knowing Amber. It doesn't but seem anyways, like she was that committed. Uh, Nina manages to talk Amber out of making her burn, like, her Merle. special Merle, her special stuffed animal. Instead, she throws um, her lucky mascot on her keychain into the fire. Fabian still just burns his copy of the Solar System as your friend, you know, a signed copy. Um... Like, come on, dude! You, oh, wow. Uh, I don't know why. Stand um, and up for Amber, yourself, man. Amber burns her photo, and then the three of them pledge their allegiance to the Sabuna. Sabuna. Um, and and uh, lightning then strikes, causing Fabian to drop the puzzle, and it rolls and opens. <gasps> bom bom bom. Which, might I say, doesn't make any sense. Why didn't that thing open? Like. Fabian literally says he tried every combination, which I can believe because it doesn't look like there's that many combinations there. It's like, what, three slots, 
Um, and in each slot, there's like what, like six combinations. So that's um, what's six uh, cubed? Second, just let me. I don't uh, know. Two hundred sixteen. So we could probably knock that out in like a few, like two hours, probably in his free time. Which I believe Fabian definitely has the free time for that. So when he's how, not not going on dates with Nana, yeah. you know. So how come when he just drops the puzzle and it randomly rolls and probably doesn't move any of the sections of it, does it just suddenly decide to open? Was it well, like why did lightning strike? Um, I don't know. I guess a storm was happening, so they wanted to head inside. But it doesn't doesn't seem like it's daytime for the rest of the for the rest of the day. Um, but anyways, inside the puzzle piece, it says, "When daytime ends at midday, through the tears of the glass, the eye shall see." What could that, that possibly mean? mean? I wonder if it means a, a giant glowing. Ball, green ball will come out of the sky and open up a door. Somehow. Where do you get that idea from? Yeah, come on, Tom. I, I'm Thomas. I, 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 I um, why, why are you trying to throw out these stupid assumptions? I'm, I'm sorry. I was just, I, I was just trying to like throw out like a wild guess so that the like to throw the the people off, you know, so that they, no, they wouldn't. No, no, like, you're here no. for the summaries. Uh, you're you're just here for the summaries. No, quit not quit, quit trying okay. quit quit trying to trick our audience. Uh, we're we're here for their trust. Then there's no way that's going to happen. So keep going. Speaking of trust, I think now's a good time for some intermission and then when we get back from the intermission, it'll be a uh, time for the second episode we have, House of Confrontation, House of Alarms. Right, we'll come back from intermission. Deep notes. Wait, wait. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I thought we were going to go on an intermission. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> That's just um, how we talk to each other. Uh, so anyways, us. I'm just going under Roblox right now during intermission to uh, quickly check something. Oh, yeah. Right. Okay, never mind. Roblox isn't loading. Um, does another Robro want to try that? Or is our internet down? No, our internet's not down because we're talking. Mm-hmm. Hold on. I think. Hold on. Yeah, Roblox doesn't want to load for me. Oh my god, Roblox isn't loading for me it's either. It's not loading. Oh. I swear to god, is Roblox gone? The service is unavailable. unavailable. No. This is a nightmare. Please. Is Roblox down? Current outages oh. and problems. Um, <laughs> yes. Your Roblox is currently down. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Hey, you want to know what the best no. part is? What? Um, it only went, like, started going down as we sat down and started working on doing this podcast. <laughs> How do you know that? Have you, been, have you been playing Roblox? No, I'm looking at Down Detector right now, and that's when oh. the outages started being reported. Whoa. Freaky. Well... Okay. Uh, let me instead of uh, checking how many followers Forever Kings is. By the way, follow Forever Kings on Roblox. Instead, yeah. I'm going to read a few uh, a few comments on the internet from some uh, Roblox kids who suddenly can't play Roblox anymore. 
I can't make my models not free or free it. My avatar won't move for some reason. It's just happened all of a sudden since last night. It works in the really popular games, but in others, I can't move at all. Buttons on the screen work. I can chat, open inventory, and leaderboards, etc., but I cannot move. I haven't changed my avatar or done any anything differently than I normally do. Very frustrating. What could cause this? And more importantly, how do I fix it? Uh, that's just an actual comment. Who cares about that? I legit clicked the app on my new 5G network, and it takes like five years to load, but then it just shuts down. I don't blame him for being frustrated. Man. Um, I guess while we're on intermission, uh, I get I want to me share my with friend. You. Oh, what? me and friends want play won't load. <laughs> <laughs> me and friends want to get uh onto town of Robloxia. I can't Please. watching any users avatar. What happened on here? Cannot message Roblox girlfriend. Please fix this fast. No. Please press one, two, three, four to be new girlfriend. <laughs> uh, what are you going to say? I was just going to share with the audience some of the, um, some of the stuff we share on Discord. Um, because while while Mitchell and Thomas are actually doing work and um, writing out summaries, we're all on Discord talking, and I uh, play music in quotations <laughs> so um uh one of them was uh well i guess to put put it uh, to, to kind of put it in context you can do play exclamation mark play and then search something and uh then it'll find whatever's closest to what you searched so i'll read off some of the things i searched for you guys <clears throat> Play funny poop sound effects. We're still not sure how we're related to him. Um, next one I did is play okay. Doctor Who commits countless hate crimes. Sorry, um, my uh, my mic, uh, my headset, I accidentally unplugged it. Uh, well, I bumped the USB thing, plugging it in, and it just stopped working for like a few seconds or like half a minute. Nice. Anyways, I think it's time for intermission to end, you know. Just yeah, I didn't note. even know. I mean, this wasn't planned. No, it <laughs> yeah, wasn't planned. We I, were uh... actually going to do it. <laughs> it was just a bit of an improvised gag. Wanted to see, oh, what, I see. What, we, what would happen. I, I thought I thought you were going to, like, I don't know, refill a drink. So I, I just said D's nuts, which um, now people listening are going to be like, oh, cool. So they live in 2016 and... They're not caught up on the times, and they um, say, just, no, my name's no. Jeff. By the time this podcast episode comes out, um, it'll be ironic humor. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. The, Thomas, well, when, are you, when, when are you going to start uploading? Uh, well, you see, um, there's this little thing. I mean, I just uploaded an episode tonight. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. <clears throat> Okay. Uh, but yeah, there's this thing called I'm Too Lazy, and I um, already committed to fixing the audio issues in episode two. Please type one, two, three, four if you want Mitchell and I to terminate Thomas's involvement with the Rub Roast podcast. Well, I'm sorry. Okay. You know, uh, just... uh, <laughs> anyways, um, 
Mitchell, Mitchell, take it away. Yeah, Mitchell, you have a summary for us, don't you? I do. You want to quickly summarize? Okay, things happen. Okay, so as we start into House of Confrontation, we see Patricia walking alone in the woods, and then you see a flash of movement just behind her like a horror movie. (laughs) (laughs) And the strange man appears. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. I think I've seen this scene before. What the heck, show? Instead of, like, actually doing something, she says, I will scream if you come any closer. But, but she just, she literally, this exact thing happened last episode, but she ran. Why is she running? Because this time she might scream. (laughs) She has to mix it up. Oh, good point. We learn that this man is a private investigator named Rennie Zeldman, who is concerned that Joy might be in serious danger despite having never actually seen what she looks like. He leaves his card for her, and then he leaves, mostly because she's going to scream. <laughs> Not yeah. a good look, dude. <laughs> Meanwhile, back in the kitchen, Nina, Fabian, and Amber are discussing the riddle from the puzzle when Mick enters the room. Nina, importantly, lies about loving pirates to explain why they're discussing maps. I don't know why they're discussing maps, but they were. Uh, it was important to mention that she lied about loving pirates. Yeah, I don't even. I don't even remember them like bringing all this up. All I remember from this is. Uh, one of you, one of you guys is being like, pirates are gay. That <laughs> <laughs> wasn't me. That was Thomas. <laughs> what? I did not say that. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> you said that. You definitely well, said that, Matthew. Well, then, oh, Matthew. Me? You guys think I was like, oh, all pirates are gay? You, oh, you oh. Really thought, no, that, no, was, that was Thomas. Not, yeah. yeah. Okay. No, I remember. No, um, it was a common <laughs> practice among pirates at the time to uh, be gay. Um, you know, to engage in uh, some some relief. You know, since they were out at sea, just a bunch of guys on a ship. Well, to be fair, um, the Greeks did that too. Right, right. Yeah, but it was socially acceptable during those times, and it's socially acceptable now. So yeah, uh, we-, we at the Robros are all inclusive, and we uh, love we love you. But just imagine us all grown men sitting on our couch watching a children's television show <laughs> talking about gay pirates. I don't remember we why up. I brought that up. Why me we, of all people? We why? went off for like 10 minutes talking about it too. <laughs> no, we didn't. Yes, we did. Because then we got into like Somalian pirates. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, let's not bring this conversation in. <laughs> yeah, you guys want to know what happened next? No, not not particularly, but yeah. All right, I guess go ahead. podcast is it, over. It's kind go of home. our job, though. So uh, by yeah. job, I mean we're not being paid for this yet. We're volunteering. We're volunteering. <laughs> right, well, it's like an internship. <laughs> Mick, <laughs> Mick doesn't care what they're talking about because his only focus is on Amber, who he asks to go on a lunch date with him. Which I'd like to point out, Mix in a kitchen, surrounded by food, and his only focus is Amber? Hmm? Well, Character? to be fair, he's Character? asking her to a lunch date. Yeah, but still, his focus is on her. That's true. 
But anyway, she says no. She's got plans with Sabuna. Mm. Oh, Sabuna. Sabuna Fu. No. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Sabuna Fu. Nice one. Yeah, yeah. Later, uh, Mick keeps hounding her about it until finally she agrees to go to lunch with him. And she suggests a picnic. But, um, mm-hmm. well, Fabian and Nina need her again. So she ditches. And we see Mick sitting there on the picnic basket holding his food. And he's obviously so upset about this. He actually stops halfway through what he was eating, tosses it on the ground, and gets up to go. Now that. Down his food. That's depressing. That's. Mm, that brings a tear to my eye, seeing Mick in that position. <laughs> All right. Truly poetic. I think this is the height of Mick. I, I think this is this is quite possibly his best episode. Right, yeah. Well, later, Mara's trying to confide in Patricia, her fear that Mick hates her for what she did. But Patricia doesn't have any time for that and goes to talk to Mr. Winkler. Her, her new BFF. Yeah. Mr. Henry Winkler here has received the unedited photograph with Joy in it and tells her not to do anything because he's meeting with Mr. Sweet about it, who he tells that he almost believes Patricia, giving him the photo and the cell phone. Now, Mr. Sweet says, you're better off not knowing, but then tells him to go talk to Victor about it, despite saying he's better off not knowing. Well, I mean, Victor's just a very persuasive guy. I guess. You know? I mean, the audience doesn't know, but they'll know. Well, later, Amber, while the team is trying to think of ways that the, uh, the, oh, jeez. The riddle. They're trying to look for information on the riddle, and Amber suggests that they listen to the recordings. And when they do, they discover <laughs> what, what Alfie's <laughs> overwritten. <laughs> because that's not where they are. But that is where Jerome and Al are. Jerome is back up to his normal thing, like, not even on accident. He's just walking, and he sees Alfie, and he well, pivots and bumps The worst part is him. Alfie's carrying, like, a bunch of boxes, isn't he? Yeah. And he's not anymore. <laughs> and Alfie just laughs it off, but you know in his heart, he's just yeah. defeated. <laughs> the best part comes when... Amber enters the room and she punches Jerome, she punches Alfie, and then she punches Jerome again. I mean, fair enough. Thankfully, Alfie and Jerome didn't hear anything important. But Amber also missed something important. Her date with Mick. Oh! Mick uh, comes in very upset, and he breaks up with her. Again. But this time, it seems uh, 
It's real. It's For real. Yeah. You really feel for the both of them. You can just feel the, um, how love just dies right before your eyes, and yeah. all you can do is sit back and think about all the memories you have together, while you have to continue moving forward in your life. Like the Matthew, this isn't twenty twenty. Come on, come on. <laughs> Continue with your summary. I'm trying to have a heart to heart with the with the fans. Continue with your summary. Oh no, now you're having a moment. The moment's ruined. You, you kind of you ruined, ruined the moment. It. You ruined the moment. I was trying to I'm sorry. Alright, well I guess as long as we're at it. It seems like Patricia's lost herself an ally as Mr. Winkler goes in to talk to Victor and comes out cold and distant. What, yeah. where did, what, what, what happened in there? What, what happened in the, <laughs> that office? What did Victor do to him? Where did Victor touch you? Oh my god, <laughs> Victor. First Mr. Roblox and now you. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Oh. All right, that's well, why next... Roblox was down. Oh no. Victor's fault. Right, well, as House of Alarm opens, we see Patricia talking to Mara. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> About what happened with Mr. Winkler the other I day. Just, so I time just has definitely silly passed. F- Mitchell, did you see the... I just sent in our yes, Discord I do see the gif. A, a silly photo of I do see the gif of jumping out of the water like a little Zaboomafu shark. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> He's just he looks jumping so out happy. The <laughs> boom so of is j- jumping out of the water. <laughs> and he's a little scary, little scary boy. Oh my god. This is, this is our worst episode yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, We're doing visual gags on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, look look at up guys. Look up silly photos of Bumafu. They a can't shark. look at them. They <laughs> look it up. The best when part is blind. I have to be up for work in seven hours. That's doesn't fine. Like, so do I, I think. Anyway. Doesn't, doesn't yeah. matter. Continue with your summary. Uh, in Mr. Winkler's class, she's trying to talk to Mara about what happened to him. But then she tries to ask him about Joy. And he says she's fine. And starts talking <gasps> about prospective parents' day. Oh, Meanwhile, oh. down... Uh, did we mention Alfie's going to be performing in a play? No. Oh. Oh, actually, this relates to prospective parents' day. There's something that um, I guess the wiki didn't mention. Um, what he mentions about prospective parents' day is that no kid bothered to volunteer to help out with the school. Wow, kids! Wow, look at the look at them. Well, I mean, you can't look at them. I just made the same mistake Matthew did. Uh, but I mean, I can't believe it. These kids refused to help out the school on uh, prospective parents' day. Also, it's written as Prospective Parents Day instead of Prospective Parents Day here, but not the point. Huh. But anyways, he's forcing them all to volunteer. Forcing them to volunteer, nice. Yeah, they're being voluntold. But the most important part is <laughs> all, he's dressing for the play, 
Jerome tells Alfie that now's the time to strike because Amber is dumb and vulnerable. With <laughs> the best advice. This is this is when we all were like, oh Jerome, we can't back you up on that one, man. Like <laughs> like we love you, Jerome. But oh my god, you're telling Alfie, look at her over there, all vulnerable. This is your time. Take advantage. <laughs> <laughs> in the kitchen fabian nina and trudy are baking cookies but one of the oven doors won't open probably saw health and safety hazard but we'll just see if that comes up again well, in the story I, I would like to point out something here as well how in the world yet again another thing that fabian has lived here for years he said that before and he hasn't noticed that this that there's just this oven in house of anubis that doesn't open he doesn't cook trudy does that <laughs> but <laughs> why well i mean i guess she is the housekeeper but still it's just it's a little strange that there's so yeah. much in this house that's like out in the open and obvious that they just missed i guess well, the most important part of this scene is that Trudy has old photos of Anubis' house, and they show an old chandelier with a pattern that looks a lot like tears of glass. Meanwhile, Patricia's setting up a meeting with Mr. Zeldman, P.I. In the bathroom, which has the hole into the dean's office. The the <laughs> girl's bathroom with the hole into the dean's office. We already spent like a whole episode yeah. briefing about that, so uh, we, we don't need to talk about it here. Back at the meeting, Amber tells Mr. Winkler that Mick dumped her from a great height when he tries to assign them together, and he... Did, did, did it hurt the fall? Did, did the fall hurt? Yeah. But Mick's really sad now and hurt about how he treated her. But he doesn't say anything. Instead, Morrow comes wanting to help Mick, but he'll only allow it if she doesn't talk. Classic men. Back in the woods, Patricia is talking to Rennie about how Mr. Winkler changed when he got too close, and Rennie mentions that he's been converted. Patricia will hand over the evidence, including the picture of Joy, so he knows what he's actually looking for, if he promises to tell the truth. And that's when we finally learn this bombshell after so many long years of watching the show that Renee Zeldman's real name is Rufus Zeno. Why did, he, secret. why did he lie about his real name? But then suddenly she's like, you have to tell me the truth about everything. And he's like, okay, fine, I'm Rufus Zeno. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you caught me. I just, that's not my real name. It's, it's I'm just yep. kind of embarrassed by it. By the way, I wasn't surprised by this. I was a little shocked when he gave his name as uh, Rennie um, at first, because, um, of course, when I was reading for the last episode uh, about this random guy showing up, of course, it's written in the wiki as Rufus. His name's uh, yeah. written as Rufus in there. Uh, just throughout the wiki, they just write his name as Rufus rather than the mysterious man or anything like that. Or even when um, he introduces himself as Rennie, they write his name as Rufus. So it's and really Rufus confusing says, if you're reading this without having seen it. But also, it's kind of spoilers if you haven't gone to this episode yet. 
but you're reading the summary for the previous episode. And it calls him Rufus. That's why it, you got to come to our podcast and not to the, the wiki. Yeah, don't go to the wiki. The wiki, uh, it spoils things and also gets things wrong, apparently. And also doesn't talk about silly Zabumafu photos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, good point. Well, anyway, Fabian and Nina are trying their hand at home improvement, putting back up the chandelier. That's a good show. Trudy discovers them, but her cookies are burning, so she has to run back to the kitchen. They came so close to getting caught. <sighs> the cookies anyway, are burning. Later, at a practice for the play, Jerome plants a smoking canister in a pyramid head. And, uh, well, to help Alfie achieve part four of his four-part plan, which is rescue the damsel. The other parts were just standard, like, hey, get her to notice you stuff. But this is the most important one. Mick and Amber come in and start making up because Mick wants to apologize for his behavior. But then the smoke comes out right behind Amber. And as soon as she notices, she starts to freak out. And well, that's when Alfie comes to the rescue and body slams her. <laughs> yeah, I, I just love Mr. President! How... <laughs> he, he straight up, like, he could have killed her. Whoa, Mr. What President, were you thinking, Alfie? Man. Like, he, he, if you haven't watched the episode, it's worth it just to see. And I love Amber, but watching any of these characters get body slammed is the best. Yeah, two episodes where something like that's happened. Wow. On a roll here. Um, yeah. There's a I'll scene, like, when, when Mick's uh, making up with, with Amber, um, apologizing to her, kind of, and forgiving her, um, he notices the smoke, and he's like, Wow, Amber, you're 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 hot, and she's like, "Oh, thank you." And he's like, "Uh, uh, uh no, you're I on, mean, you're on fire." You're on fire. She's like, "Oh, wow, yeah, thank you." He's like, "No, dude, just turn around." That's when she notices or whatever. Yeah. I was just waiting for him to say, "Um, you know, the only one that actually would be true, uh, you're smoking, <laughs> smoking," because um, she's not on fire. Obviously, it's just the smoke. I'm huh? I'm just saying. I, sorry, just a little nitpick, I guess. Well, uh, let's just say Amber's a bit miffed at Alfie for this. Oh, but as we find out, as with many of Jerome's plans, this was not to help Alfie. This was to help Jerome, as he shows up in a firefighter outfit to lead people out of the building to look mature in front of. Was it the PE teacher? Yep. <laughs> yeah. She's not impressed, but he thinks she is. But um, just before Alfie and Jerome are called to the office, Mick tells Amber that they're only mates, not dates, which had me confused for a second, but they're friends because they're British, Thomas. Matthew? Yeah. You get it? I, I, Basically, I he says, I'm sorry about how I behaved, but we're just friends. And Amber gets very upset and thanks Alfie and Jerome for ruining everything. And Alfie is hurt. Poor guy. 
Wilson, he he's not really making things better for himself, but you can't blame him because he's just being played by Jerome, and you can't blame yeah. Jerome because his social manipulations are like the most fun stuff about the show is just watching yeah. this guy play with other people's <laughs> lives for fun. Hey, this time he actually had a reason. <laughs> it wasn't just for fun. It was for fun times. Anyway, back at the house, Fabian is in the attic, waiting for midday by that uh, that stained glass portrait of the setting sun, and nothing happens. But at the mm. same time, Nina's downstairs, having a bit more luck as the chandelier oh. struck at the right angle and glows green, shooting huh? a green beam of light what? into a wall panel. Nina then places the Eye of Horus amulet over it, and a panel opens, revealing a cylindrical tube inside. Wait, wait. Hold on. Did you say a green beam? Yeah. Th- Thomas, uh, I, would like to, I would like to apologize. Uh, um, you were right. Thomas can predict the future. <laughs> Anyways, anyways, yeah, before Thomas starts freaking out more, uh, Nina finds a bong. In the... yeah. <laughs> it looks like a bong, okay? <laughs> She's very happy. She wasn't even surprised. <laughs> it's like she hid it somewhere, but she couldn't remember where. Well. <laughs> also, yeah... <laughs> She's not surprised to see the wall open up, is she? No. It just opens up the wall that is looked like a wall this whole time. Just kind of opens up, and she's just like, "Oh yeah, that, that of course I knew that was going to happen." I'm a little more concerned about the green beam of light. Oh yeah, the the giant uh, green uh, will the wisp that just came out from the sky and like opened up the walls. Yep. Um, I would be worried uh, for the structural integrity of the house if just some light can tear down the walls but i mean we've had stair steps falling apart so like this house is really worrying um but both times they were caused by nina good point yeah nina's a public menace amber did tear down some wallpaper but it's only because she met nina that that happened so i'm what i'm thinking here nina is going to tear down the entirety of Anubis' house. That's he already my, my tore crazy. down Amber and Mick's relationship. Oh, oh. no! Oh, God damn it, Nina! Uh, Wait, so, and uh, her American... Like, her America poster board is rotated again, by the way. <laughs> but so, there's, uh, a, there's actually one last paragraph, boys. Oh, it's the most heavy plot point from the last two episodes. I'd say like the the whole show, honestly. (laughs) And it's just like an afterthought in the episode. In the attic later that night, James Sabuna are playing the cylinder from the tube. Sabuna. Because Nina discovered that there was something small hidden inside, and it was another. Edison cylinder. So they popped it in, and they hear Sarah talking about how he 
spends his time playing with dead animals, which he stuffs. That sounds the scariest familiar. of them is called Corbier. Huh. What? Sarah is interrupted, and we end the episode with the line, You have five minutes, then I want to be able to hear a pin drop, frightening the team deeply. Wait a minute. That's what Victor says. That's a well, line that Victor says, and he has Corbier. Is this by any chance Victor? Might be. He might be the one who wanted to live forever. Oh my god. Are you saying that he's a murderer? Maybe. God, what did he do to Henry Winkler? Oh god. <laughs> so I'm um, stepping back from all this uh from the uh, uh layers of irony and like um uh show stuff just just looking back at the the show from a production standpoint i i'm kind of impressed uh the sound of victor he sounded a little younger in that i don't know how they did that but i did get the feeling that he sounded a bit younger in that audio and that i just might be crazy for that but <laughs> anyways uh, uh to get back into it i just have a few yeah. crazy predictions so um first of okay. all um uh, my my crazy prediction number one is that like uh, Corbier is actually going to be like the key to like this immortality somehow. Uh, two, um, uh, he murders people to steal their youth. Is that's not a crazy prediction? That's probably just the truth, honestly. It's probably what happened to Joy and other people. Um, uh, three, um, I don't actually think uh, Mr. Winkler um, abandoned. Uh, Patricia or anything. I think he was just like um, given a pretty good reason as to why Patricia might just be playing him, and I think that's why he's acting cold. <laughs> Joy um, is my, actually fine and at home. <laughs> and then my fourth prediction. Um, this is just because you know I, I predicted the crazy green light thing. So this one I'm just going really off the rails. I predict um, next podcast episode we're going to go on like a five minute tangent about hot dogs or something. <laughs> <laughs> Fair yeah, enough. Probably. Uh... Those are good predictions. I'll make a prediction as well. I, I like that idea. My prediction is um, we're not done seeing Mara and Amber get in fights. I think we're going to see it again. I think we're going to see some fists thrown, some blood shed, um, and some... Brave some Stug. Hair, uh, and what? What? What did you say? <laughs> said Nothing. Brave Stug. What? Well, I guess rest in peace, Marsh. She's not long for the show, according to Mitchell. That's Mitchell's crazy prediction. Ever murders Mara. Oh. oh God! Do you think you I could wish. trade Mara's soul to get Joy back? I I do it. I do it in a heartbeat. Yeah, me too. Honestly, I I hate to side with Patricia right now, but if I could just get rid of Mara forever, I'd take but Joy. Patricia- Patricia doesn't hate Mara. Mara is like Patricia's second no, best friend. No, I'm saying I'm Herself. saying that I'm saying that I hate the side with Patricia on getting oh, Joy, Joy back. back. No, Joy but, is Patricia's first best friend. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mara's just up to no good ever. Wow. Yeah. The one time she Agreed. tried to do a good thing, she completely tore apart Amber and Mick's relationship. No, I'd and then say she Amber kept and Mick's doing it. I'd, 
I'd say Amber and Mick's relationship um, was, was really torn apart by uh, Nina and Fabian. I think they're the true monsters here. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mara fell for him. She's like, you know what? I guess I'll just have him. But then but- Amber came back. And Mara was like, well, I'm going to keep trying. Uh, by the way, uh, Mara was just uh, evilly smiling when Mick broke up with Amber in this uh, episode. Yeah. Evil, evil character. I think she's the true villain of this show. She's the betrayer. All we can do right now is uh, keep watching and hope that Mara, you know, guess what? It's coming to her. I do have to add, I mentioned a stained glass window in the attic, but I forgot to mention when they first introduced it. (laughs) (laughs) It was during a scene right after Amber, right after Mick had broken up with Amber and they were listening to the cylinders in the attic. And she was just asking questions like, what do you think that, that window is about? And they look up and they see the setting sun. And they're like, oh, the sun sets at midday. Um, uh, but no, um, well, first off, the, the funniest thing is when uh, they say, midday is 12 o'clock. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Nina um, says midday is 12 o'clock. And, and second of all, um, Amber, don't give Amber that much credit in this episode. She doesn't say what's up with that window. I'm pretty sure she just um, says, what's that? Pointing at the window. Like, she doesn't okay. know what a window is. Uh, Fair enough, I guess. Sabuna. 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 Yeah. This, uh, this episode... Or these two episodes really, really got to me. Like even, even hearing you guys summarize them, uh, I was like, "Oh God, there's so many more episodes we have to watch." But you know what? I'm looking forward to it. I really oh. am. I'm looking okay. forward to to torturing myself even more. <laughs> Mitchell, are you enjoying? Are you enjoying House of Anubis? You seem like the only one that remembers things and can point out major plot points. I I actually am. Not in a sense like, this is a show that I really love. It's one of my top favorites. I'll keep coming back to it. But it's interesting enough that it's got my attention. I mean, I have to watch it anyway. <laughs> yeah, you're on contract right now. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas, what are your thoughts on the show right now? Are you enjoying it? I'm not really focused on uh, the main storyline with the mystery and all. Um, I care more about, uh, well, really, I mean, just whatever Jerome's doing is pretty good. And I kind of like Amber as a character, just not in these episodes. But, you know, I kind of like Mick a bit more now. So I don't know. Yeah. I'm basically interested in the characters who aren't Nina, Fabian, Patricia, and Mara. So... Yeah, we, you know, we should really, I, I think we brought brought this up in the last podcast, but on, on eBay, selling autograph photos of the girl that plays Amber, um, <laughs> we should set up a Patreon so we can get some money to hang in our apartment, because, like, we need that. <laughs> we want her 
autographed. They don't have House of Anubis conventions anymore. So that's our only possibility, our only way. So um, I- I'd like to just, um, before we get into uh, plugging ourselves, um, I-, I just want to uh, ask you um, both uh, one uh, one thing, um, we've been spending a lot of time talking this episode, well, I mean, I have, I guess, um, that, ooh, I, I, I didn't like Amber these episodes, but I really liked Mick. Um, what do you, who do you guys think was the best character in these two episodes we watched today? Uh, Mitchell? <laughs> okay, Matthew? <laughs> Nice answer, Mitchell. Uh, I was more focused on the plot. Um, Well, for me, um, you know what? I'm disappointed because Alfie hardly did anything. Um, He body slammed Amber. Yeah, which was kind of funny. Uh, uh, Kind of funny. Really funny. Um, Jerome kind of let me down when he was talking about Swooping in while Amber is vulnerable. Um, yeah, that's, that was kind of bad. bad. Uh, Amber was just you know mentally ill, I guess. Um, but but Mick, Mick, you really Mick was a standout. You you truly felt for him. He was a upstanding individual. And you know what? I think he had uh, the rights to break up with Amber because. She it was seems, completely blowing him off. <laughs> yeah, for whatever reason, I I thought their love was gonna last forever, but sure that wrong guy. Yeah, you know how young love works. So, so would you say Mick deserves the first character of the episode, uh, Robro's award? Sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I like they that. actually stopped to develop Mick a little. Yes. So I like that character of of the episode it goes to Mick. For, but is that per like Robro's episode or per um because that's the, like four different people well what do you mean like this for the, for this episode like or like this podcast episode okay, okay. we can't Mick, do the two episodes and and no. that but I think Mick wins no. both those Mick, anyways Mick but, is yeah. the ultimate winner of this entire podcast episode for having yeah. the strength to finally put down food in a t- time of need. Um, that just shows... Ultimate victory royale. That's right. That's right. Uh, I agree with that. Do, 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 do. So you can uh, check Matthew out at uh, King of Broadway on YouTube. That's true. <laughs> I'll, uh, uh, I'll be starting a couple series that may be a little fun. Um, you know where and, else you can find him? <laughs> you know, so you can. We'll, find me. we'll discuss that after you're done. Oh, I was just, I was just gonna say, um, check, check out my, <laughs> I guess check out my YouTube channel because I'm gonna try to find that that gif of Zabumafu, like of the video of it, <laughs> and, like put it in a video for you guys. <laughs> or actually, actually, no, no, no. Go to the Robros Podcast YouTube channel. And uh, Thomas and I will post a video uh, reviewing the Zabuafuku in, uh, <laughs> in brutal detail and why we like it so much. 
<laughs> I think it's the... You know, no, no, I'm not going to say what I think, because I'm going to save it for that. For <laughs> the video. Um, yeah, Mitchell, you want to plug where, where else they can find me? Yeah, you can find them at Forever Kings on Roblox, as soon as yeah. the servers come back up. Yeah, we'll, we'll let you guys know first. You, you'll know first when Roblox is back. Um, are, wait, are we going to do that? Well, they add us on Roblox. <laughs> we'll just we'll record the segment saying it's back up, and Thomas can upload it Roblox in the middle is back of the night. Out back. Yeah. All right. All right. Hey, yeah. you guys know. Go, go, follow um, Forever Kings, and and send me Robux, please. <laughs> Sergeant Robux. Uh, anything you guys want to plug? Before we uh, um, say farewell, uh, no, not not really. Um, uh, come back next week for our Garfield podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> come back next week for the Garfield podcast. Um, oh, um, this episode has been pre-recorded like three episodes in advance because you know we still haven't uploaded the two ones before this one. So yes, and we are we are going back to school back to university um so this will definitely help with that i guess at least yeah so uh hopefully we'll be able to keep up with a a good schedule here i think we'll be able to um you've got 24 followers 24 followers i need to get that up to uh at least a hundred thousand how many followers is it that you need to get the blocks cube like um, it's a hundred thousand, but you also have to have like a a YouTube channel. It's like family friendly and like accepted by the Roblox partner program or something. Okay, so so one, please go follow my Roblox, and two, go follow Robros podcast, where we we will also be uploading Roblox content in order to get a Roblox cube. I just want to point out, Matthew. <laughs> You're a recruit in the Robloxian army, and one of your favorite games is Be Rich in Heaven. Be Rich in Heaven? Yeah. <laughs> Go play those well, games, I guess. Well, uh, with that, um, I believe this is probably our longest podcast episode yet. I have no way to confirm that, but I'm pretty sure we went on for uh, well time. over an hour and a half. And um, I'm so sorry about this podcast to whoever listened all this way through <laughs> we'll come back next time bigger and stronger so yeah see you in the next episode um and for now i thomas of the robros podcast being of sound mind promise to protect the secrets of the robros podcast and promise to stand by my fellow podcast members mitchell and matthew <laughs>